1: oh hey guys hey it's elizabeth and alex welcome to the true beauty brooklyn podcast welcome if this is your first time listening to the show alex and i are (laughs) estheticians in brooklyn and we see you here every friday where we teach you everything that we know about beauty and skincare and sometimes we have guest experts on to teach us a thing or two about uh whatever they know we don't have any guest experts today we're the experts. We are the experts. That was a weird accent. It was very strange. Okay, today we're talking about feet, and I'm actually really excited because, um, I don't take care of my feet. I've got really gross feet. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like speaking. I don't like speaking poorly about myself. But this is one area that I'm. I can say it. It's no problem. My feet are nasty. They um, walk all through the streets of New York City. They um, have been wearing like five inch heels since I was, you know, probably 12. They're like a size 10 and a half. If uh, we're talking about European sizes, bitch, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. It's huge for a lady at five foot six. But that's fine. (laughs) I dress them up real nice. I put them in very cute, very expensive shoes, which actually, although they look cuter, it's ruining them more. And so I want to celebrate feet today. I want to give feet their flowers because as much as I talk shit on my feet, they allow me to walk, which I love. They allow me to, like, you know, stand up tall, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> and I want to celebrate some feet. Although if, you know, if I was on Feet and you could get negative numbers, a bitch would be a negative seven. That's hilarious. A negative seven for sure. (laughs) The rest I can say solidly. I'll say a 9.5. I'll say my feet take me down a whole half point. Do you know what I mean?
2: Wait, are you going to tell the listeners about what that client said to you? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) So the other day I I was wearing these sandals and they kind of like they, you know, I'm a dumb, dumb. And when I walk, I don't really look down. And, you know, New York City, the sidewalk, it's not always, you know, level. So sometimes a bitch be like stubbing her toe real fast into the side <laughs> of the sidewalk, which I yes. did the other day. And so my sandal kind of like split open. It was like a Muppet situation. And so, um, you know, and they had one client left of the day and I was just like messing with my shoes. I was like, look, I just need to get from here to the subway. Girl, don't look at my feet. They nasty. I guess let me rewind. First of all, let me say this. People of color, y'all know that if your girl has some crusty ass, dry ass feet, you must shame her. You must. It's in the bylaws. You must say, boo, bitch, get some lotion for your feet. (laughs) Why did you leave the house like that? (laughs) and I don't know what it's just like I've been trying to be much better with my feet lately especially because I knew we were doing this episode and I just forgot to lotion my feet that's the other thing that I should say is my feet were already like looking at goddamn atrocious so when my client was there and I was finagling with my shoe I was like girl don't even look at my feet and she's like low key I can't stop staring at your feet and what's happening there is that your shoes are trying to escape She did not even try to do like, oh, no, no, they No, no I told you. It's in the bylaws. You must, she couldn't lie. You must let your homegirl... Whether that's like your homegirl or not, if you're a person of color, you just have to go up to a stranger sometimes and be like, bitch, what the fuck is going on with your feet? I see you've got expensive shoes on, but you didn't lotion. So money isn't the issue. What is going on with you? No, you have no money left for lotion. Exactly. No, I was just... I just... You know what, though? It worked the next day. I went and got myself a pedicure. Just the next day, I went and got the uh, the old cheese grater. <gasps> mm-hmm. My favorite. Yeah. My girl Nana hooked me up. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so sometimes
1: you just need a cheese grater. You just on your need a cheese grater. You need somebody to just, like, you know, just take care. We just need to take care of our feet. We need to take care of our feet, especially if you're going to have your toes out here for the people to see, <laughs> to be passing judgment. We got to take care of our feet. So we're going to give feet their flowers today. Aw, that's cute. I think so. Shapiro, tell us a little bit about...
2: Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Sorry. What else am I going to say? Something about Tig Notaro.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so this was the other reason I got excited is because I knew, obviously, like I just told y'all about black people, uh, people of color, period, you got to tell the stranger or your best friends when their feet are nasty. But then Tignataro, I heard on um, Do You Need a Ride? She was saying that she has a new passion for foot health and how, you know, one of the reasons that we all have so many, like, foot problems later in life as you know, modern day creatures is because our feet, as we age, like our feet obviously like start to spread out. And when I say obviously, I mean just due to like gravity, right? And so since we want our feet to look pretty, we squeeze them into these tight little shoes and that's what kind of starts to cause us to have like back problems and like balance issues. And so like foot health has become a real passion of theirs. And so I thought, all right, it's not just the black people. It's not just the people of color that's that are really like, I mean, look, we're talking aesthetically. I'm talking aesthetically. Me, Elizabeth. I'm talking about aesthetically. <laughs> but I love that Dignitaro is talking about like foot health, like how, you know, there's a reason that people wear one is like, I guess, those foot. It looks like kind of socks, those shoes that look like socks, not the Balenciagas that look like socks, like the ones that look like toe socks. But then there's also like other foot healthy shoes, healthy foot shoes Mm -hmm. that just have like bigger toe boxes so that your feet can really just spread out. So I wonder if they look like clown shoes. I'm not sure. I haven't looked too, too much into it. I'll do a little bit of research while we're talking about other foot issues. So I'll let you all know. But the people are talking about foot health out there in the zeitgeist. Yeah, it's important for sure. I I mean, you know, I wear
2: like Tevas and Birkenstocks. And it's not because I think they're cute. They're just good for my feet.
1: <laughs> are those shoes that are um, purported to be good for feet? Good for your yes. health? Yes.
2: Birkenstocks really let your feet be themselves, like, you know, splayed out. And there's a lot of support in the arch, which I need. Mm. And Tevas are comfortable too. But I think Birkenstocks are really comfortable. There was like a small break in period and then I always avoided them because I'm like, these ugly things for over a hundred dollars. They're not but now cute. I have two pairs. Now I have two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could be worse, you know, they could be worse. That's what I tell myself. But I definitely Define worse
1: crocs. Okay, fair.
2: Yeah, they could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I try to take good care of my feet just cause I'm on my feet a lot at work and just like you, I'm walking around the city all the time, but sometimes I neglect them. Like right now they're looking a little scary. And because I was at the beach a lot this weekend, the bottoms of my feet get extra dry mm. from the sand. Mm-hmm. I really need a pedicure. That's all I can say. I really need a pedicure. <laughs> they, my feet would also be a negative seven on wiki feet. Is WikiFeet a real thing?
1: I hear other people talking about it. That, like, I hear it specifically comedians because at first I was like, like the girls on um, Lady to Lady, they talk about WikiFeet often. And I was like, why do, why do these girls have so much attention on their feet? And then I realized they're people of public uh, interest, I guess, but they're on stage and they're just in in instances where a stranger would be able to capture them and their feet and make an entire page dedicated to them. Right? Because isn't that weird? I
2: think, like, if I... Ran, let's say I ran into like a listener from the podcast mm-hmm. and they were a big fan and I was wearing like my Birkenstocks or just some other open toed shoes and they looked down on my feet I feel like they would be like wow this is just like not what I expected her to look like
1: <laughs> I do have to say that my client I think that everything else aside from my feet I think including my feet I think everything including my feet was exactly who she expected me to be <laughs> a hot mess still hot a little bit of a mess Do you know what I mean? I think it delivers, and I think they'd think the same thing to you. If you were out there in Louboutins, they'd be like, "You are a fraud."
2: Well, do you know what I said to her? I was like, "Am I shorter than you thought I would be
1: in person?" Okay, I love that you're speaking about a a real person. I knew that you're speaking about a real person. But the way you're just telling that story, the audience didn't know that you were speaking about a real person until just now. Well, I now. was just
2: thinking—I just started <laughs> thinking in my head, like how you and Kyle both do that thing where you think about something and yes. then start talking about it. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
1: Yeah, yeah, as if we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got I just you, girl. Heard. I got you. Shout out to Aaliyah, Aaliyah like the singer. Um, yeah. All right. So before we jump into feet. Uh don't forget to leave us a five star review. Please guys, we would love it so much. Y'all been doing it. Y'all been doing it. Yeah, we it. we appreciate, we appreciate it. it. It's the greatest.
2: Um you can just a reminder that you can send your listener letters to True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Send us everything about
1: your feet. I want to know about it. I want to know um are they nasty? <laughs> are they cute? I don't know about people with cute feet. I guess they, I know uh, that they're you know I know. I know Shapiro. You always <laughs> Who? Um. What's her name? Framed florals. Oh, Lacey has good. No,
2: Lacey has bunions. She does. Yeah, but her feet are tiny, so it's like fine. They're still cute.
1: Lacey, um, I've been out here thinking that you have got like the cutest feet. And Shapiro just so oh, she just is has
2: true. She has very tiny hands and feet, mm. so they're very cute. uh No, my stepmom has perfect feet, and after all the years walking in the city wearing uncomfortable shoes, she has no bunions. They are perfect. She, I've been meaning to tell her she could make some money from those feet.
1: I need to know more about, because th- that's what, that was the other thing that I was going to say was, if anybody has perfect feet, they ain't a New Yorker because we're out here pounding the pavement, but you just proved me wrong. Straight, mm-hmm. bo- like from Queens. Yeah. hmm Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I, I got to ask
2: her what her secrets are, but also I got to take a photo of them and I'll show them too.
1: Maybe she's like, Anzi be rubbing them every night. <laughs> she gets a massage. Well,
2: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Real quick, because this is about feet, but the last time I was home, we were having a conversation about feet, and she was talking about how my dad has a fucking hammer toe. No, And he just has like a really big, big toe, which I do also.
1: Um, oh, your toes was, and thumbs, your big toe and your thumbs. Yeah, are the same. or just like my
2: dad's. It's yeah. not a good thing. Um, <laughs> but she was talking about how my dad's always picking at his toes, and it's so gross. And as they're talking about it, he's picking at his toe, and like something flung onto her shirt from his toe and we don't know what it was she was freaking the fuck out screaming at him it was like toe jam
1: or something (laughs) it's like you know it's like socks or sock stuff Does your dad use a proper toenail clipper yes okay a lot of men don't and I don't know why they use what do they use like scissors what I know What do oh, you yeah. mean a lot of men? Okay, Who, when I say a lot of men, I mean like.
2: <laughs> I'm like, I, something tells me there's one man.
1: My dad, I remember growing up. Oh, he you, never... you didn't want to make him feel bad. So you're like, a lot of men. Well, no, I was thinking my dad, but then I was also thinking my ex. He never used a fucking toenail clipper either. <laughs> he use like. <laughs> what, baby <laughs> scissors? Like cuticle scissors. And it would drive me crazy because I'm just like, just use. Like, it's that's is just very not strange. right. That's not. There's the, look, I like to break the rules often, but I'm just like cutting her
2: toenails. <laughs> no, that's just weird. Kyle is very on top of keeping his toes like he'll he calls me out where he's like, Are you gonna trim your toenails before you go to the beach?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. Well, <laughs> so that's also I feel like when I started taking, I don't know when, because I've been taking vitamins for a long time and I didn't really notice this happening except for like the last couple of years. But I noticed that like every, like once a month or something, my feet would suddenly like really start to hurt in my shoes. And I realized it's because my toenails were growing like so fast because I take so many fucking vitamins now that they'd be like pushing to the edge of my, like, you know what I mean? Like pushing too close to the edge of my, sho- my shoe and like creating all this pressure, which is when I was like, bitch, maybe a 10 and a half. So you give yourself a little bit of room. <laughs> no, but I, I also Dude. say that because I think that you and I were talking about this before. It's just like, you know, from being a kid and wanting to have like cute little feet. And so you think like the answer is to just have too tight shoes. But that's not the answer. That fucks with your shit. That fucks with your whole. Oh, wait, do you know about my grandma's feet? Oh, you told us, I think, at the end of the last episode. Oh, how they're all, yeah. Don't wear t- like, too tight shoes. Don't wear too tight shoes. And I was, okay, so that wasn't a fake story about, <laughs> about my toenails getting too long. But I say it because <laughs> it's not that my toenails were that long. It was that the t- the shoes were too tight. Do you know what I mean? It was like my feet yeah. just fit into a 10, just fit into a 10. So like if yeah. any, like one millimeter more, and it would be so painful for me. And so that's why I was just like, bitch, a 10 and a half. In European sizes, 41.5, bitch. 41.5. Dang! I'm just kidding. Well, you know what? It's not a bad thing because there aren't that many huge, <laughs> huge-footed huge bitches out there buying Chloe boots. <laughs> it's just me. And y'all know that I buy secondhand clothes. So... Yo, that's how I'd be getting my beautiful designer shoes at like yeah, it comes in handy. When you got some big honkers.
2: You got you know, go. Honkers
1: would be boobs. Why did I say that? Los dos, those? girl. We got we got huge <laughs> honkers, we got huge <laughs> <laughs> Oh, huge I want to talk about
2: my bunion for
1: a moment. Um, I just have one. Okay, wait. My right but, foot has a bunion and the left doesn't. Okay, should we talk should we jump into the main the main overview of our topic? Yes. Instead of just talking about our own personal feet issues. <laughs> I could go on. I feel like a lot of people could. But I know, yeah. I know. All right, let's break down our topic. Let's break down the foot. I think that, Alex, you want to start by talking to us about um, medical pedicures.
2: Okay, when I discovered medical pedicures, it made me feel like foot. Foot issues are common. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be a medical pedicure in existence if they weren't. Um, before I even go into it, I will say that the place that I did research on is in Manhattan, and it's $200 for a medical pedicure. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, which is obviously a lot of money. Um, if I had a sugar daddy, though, that would be on the list of like things that
1: I would make him... Buy for me. Okay, tell us all about like what is what is good with a medical pedicure, and also if you had a sugar dad, I don't know. Okay, I'm not trying to shade nobody, but could one get a sugar daddy and also need a medical (laughs) pedicure? Um, Could ones, but tell us tell because bitch, you know that I need a medical (laughs) pedicure. Well, so you'd.
2: Your first meeting with the sugar daddy, you would just slap on <laughs> a lot of body therapy onto your feet.
1: Okay, no, so but, he tell wouldn't us, know. but tell us. But like tell us who needs a medical pedicure and like what is uh, the difference? Because I'm really curious okay. about it.
2: Okay. So, I got some info from Allure.com because they they um interviewed a licensed medical pedicurist. Ooh. Her name's Marcella Correa and she's the one who works at Medi I can't say it, Medi-pedi NYC, which is a place in the city that just does medical pedicures.
1: Ah, we're going.
2: But she says that she first starts with an assessment of your feet, checks for calluses, any fungus, mm. um, ingrown toenails, because she'll address all of those things. Mm. Uh, it's a waterless pedicure, first off. Um, your feet are usually sprayed with moisturizers just to soften them up and... They clean under the toenails. They use a scapula to remove dead skin, corns, calluses. Wait, um, a scapula? Not a scalpel. A scapula. What is a scapula? A scalpel is like, would be really scary. Well, that, uh, what's a scapula? It's like the little metal tool, it's like a metal foot scraper. Okay. Okay. Yes. Also, in a medical pedicure, at least the ones that she does, because she's so experienced, she knows like just the right amount of dead skin to remove. Mm. Because apparently, if you remove too much, you'll get blisters way easier. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, they use a fucking
1: drill in a medical pedicure.
2: You you ever see those drills? Oh yeah, they'd be using those on on
1: my toes when I go in for a regular pedicure too.
2: I, I've i never had it. They use it to smooth the nail surface, actually. Mm. It's a lot more precise than a regular nail file. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. They do like the edges and the surface. Um, and then they use an oil to nourish the nail bed. Mm-hmm. And then a buffing file just to work over like any cracks in the heels. Mm. But there's no polish. But your toenails will look like really shiny and natural. Mm-hmm. And the reason that these are dry pedicures is because water is such a breeding ground for bacteria and fungus. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people going to get medical pedicures are prone to funguses. Mm. Um, so she'll remove any fungus with medical grade tools. First off, that's fucking like if you have a fungus issue, like athlete's foot, whatever.
1: Oh, she removes it with like tools. I thought that a fungus like I wouldn't I would have thought that you need like medication. But. You can just like remove it from the surface. You still have to treat it at home, mm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the head start. Yeah, I guess if you um, get like cracked, like really, like I'm thinking of like older people's feet. You know, like your grand, yeah. like your great grandma's. Like even older people, you just see like you've never. I don't even need to see your whole foot. I can just see your heel, and it's like wow. Yeah, like it's
2: intense, like intense. very thick. You
1: yeah, know? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but what's cool is she also will take time with you to kind of go over any issues you're having with your feet like internally, like if you're dealing with any tightness in the feet, she can teach you what kind of stretches to do. A lot of times she advises clients to do more calf stretching because that will lead to pain in the feet if your calves are really um, tight. Mm. And she kind of compares a medical pedicure with like taking a trip to the dentist. So which I kind of like because I'm like, okay, if it's something maybe I could splurge on once or twice a year. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But if someone has a more serious issue, like if someone with has athlete's foot or some sort of nail fungus, she'll usually tell them to come in once a month until things improve. Mm-hmm. And she'll recommend that at home you do a weekly foot filing, nightly moisturizing, um, just to kind of upkeep your feet in between the medical petties. So totally. and I would assume I mean, the way that I'm looking at it is like if you're going to spend two hundred dollars on a fucking pedicure, you better be doing the shit at home to make your feet maintain that. It's the same as getting a dental cleaning or a facial even.
1: Well, yeah. And I imagine that like now that I'm thinking about like really, really dry, damaged, um, like, cal- like calloused feet, do you know, it's like when we talk about the rest of your body, like when you have dry patches, like what's going on, like when we were talking about s- sensitive skin is like there's something that's going on that's triggering triggering an immunoresponse and it's triggering your skin cells to start behaving as if there's something wrong. And so that's why like when we always talk about like you have to moisturize, it's because it starts with getting water into your cells, because like if your skin cells are not moisturize then it's going to start to signal that there's something wrong and it's going to start that immuno response that inflammatory response which is right. like going to lead to you know what you see is a like cracked dry damaged skin and then when your skin isn't able to protect itself because that's like our first immuno response to the outside world yeah of course like fungus and these things that aren't supposed to be happening are going to start to happen okay
2: the only reason i even know about medical pedicures is because i used to have a client who had just the heels were like what you were describing before, mm-hmm. just like thick and cracked, crazy looking. I I'd
1: never seen anything like it. And she would get medical pedicures. How did it end up like? How did she get to that point? Do you know?
2: I have no idea. I imagine it's like a lot of things, genetics. Mm, you know, I yeah yeah, and living in the city for years and maybe never really taking care of your feet. And who knows when she was younger, what kind of shoes she was. You know, like I'm sure totally. she
1: was a she wasn't older, maybe late forties, early fifties. But do you know what, Shapiro, I don't even think that it must I don't even think that it takes that much because I think that much like facials, manicures and pedicures, we look at as this thing of being like, you know, um, this luxury. Right. Whereas like I'm realizing that I need to start like the reason that I started really investing in pedicures is, yes, my feet looked nasty, but my feet look nasty because they weren't healthy because like I walk so much in them. Like I, I demand so much of my feet like There's more skin buildup. The um, palms of our hands and of our feet are naturally going to have like thicker skin, but it's like that more translucent skin, right? More than the rest of our body anyway. That's why when you look at the palms of your hands, the palms of your feet, they almost look like white, but they're like thick with cushioning. And you're constantly kind of like making new skin cells there. And so if we're always talking about exfoliating the whole rest of our body. Yeah, you've got to exfoliate your feet. You've got to like help like get some of that dead skin off because what's going to happen, it's going to start to build up. And if there's 20 years of you never getting rid of that, that's how you end up needing a medical pedicure. Like I just answered my own question. Yes, yeah. Because, like, girl, yeah, I'm only 36, and it's, like, just once once a month, girl, I'm, like, oh, my feet are starting to feel, like, tight against my shoes. I should do something about it. And I noticed, too, is, like, if I wasn't cutting down my toenails, it's, like, yeah, like, skin starts to grow around that, and it just starts to, like, build up. It doesn't take much.
2: Yeah, you got to take care of your feet. Yeah, right. Like you were saying, it can affect your back. It can affect your whole body if you're always wearing, like, uncomfortable
1: footwear. Girl, can how do you walk in an uncomfortable shoe? Like, I, I happen to have a higher arch, and so I'm more comfortable wearing high heels. And so, but I get when people are like, how are you wearing those shoes? Like, just because a shoe is high doesn't mean that it's comfortable. If it's too tight, like, bitch, no. Do you know what I mean? So I get, like, for aesthetic purposes, I will, like, be like, all right, bitch, two hours. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine wearing, like, a sneaker, Do you know what I mean? Like something that's like, like supposed to be comfortable or supposed to be at least flat or supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like walkable. And it's so uncomfortable because it's like the wrong size or yeah, just like, oh man. Yeah. No, for sure, we should post a photo of my grandma's feet um, on our Instagram to scare everyone
2: into taking care of their shit. Yeah, that's it's actually terrible. My stepmom will go in about it. We should really should have had her a guest on this episode. She could tell us (laughs) how her feet look so good and how she and then she could talk trash about my grandma's feet. (laughs) I want to know
1: how she how her feet look so good. Yeah. I'll find out. Okay.
2: Um, but anyway, I love the idea of this medical pedicurist and how she treats the feet, tells you what to do at home, and she'll tell you how to care for them, not just cosmetically. Totally. So I think if it were something that someone could afford, it would be very worth it, especially
1: if they have like really serious foot, like, foot shit going on. Totally. And like fungus or whatnot. Just to like, top off what you're saying, Shapiro, yes, we're talking about like medical pedicures, but... If you've never gotten a pedicure before and you can afford to get yourself a basic pedicure, get a pedicure. Add on the callus
2: removal if it's an option.
1: Yes. Well, if it's like also a reputable place, make sure that you're not getting all those things. Uh,
2: Shout out to HQ on Monat, Nav and Greenpoint. I still haven't been there. You always talk
1: about this place, but I love it. It's yeah. just like a regular nail salon, but they do a really good job. That's look, everybody's got their people. You got to have your people. But honestly, yeah. I think that it will one is it's really I don't know. I saw that's we're not talking about hands today, but the last time we did the hand episode, which is what inspired me to do the foot episode. And after we did that episode, Alex was saying how she'll just go and get a manicure like, you know, once a month or once a week or whatever and just get clear polish. And I've been doing that. That's what pushed me to get pedicures also. It's like every other week. Well, first I was just doing once a month. And then when I saw my girl Nana yesterday, she's every time I see her, she's like, so every every two weeks. Right. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna see you once a month. And yesterday I looked at her. I was like, every two weeks. like I need to see you. She's like, well, now it's every week because you really fucked them up. (laughs) But it's, it's nice to look at your hands and your feet and they just look nice. But also, these are like our tools. They're instruments. We they do so much for us that like we need to take care of them so that they can continue doing the most important things, which is like, you know, typing, writing, texting in terms of our feet, walking, <laughs> like <laughs> totally, you know, being able to stand upright, like all of these things that are basic functions that as able bodied people we probably take for granted. but like, Absolutely. Yeah, your hands and your feet, we've got to take care of them because they Absolutely. do so, so much for us.
2: It's true. Um, oh, I want to talk a little bit about bunions since Ooh. I mentioned my bunion.
1: Oh, I got a bunion too, girl.
2: So I think for listeners, if you're not sure what a bunion is, I'm going to describe it, but the best thing to do would be a little Google image search so that you can really see what it is because I think people get uh, confused between like bunions and corns and I don't know. Anyway, a Tell bunion... Us. A bunion is the bony bump at the base of the big toe. It's formed by a change in the alignment of the bones. It's not from a bony growth. It's literally from your bones changing
1: alignment. So clearly it comes from your footwear. Bunions, tell me from wrong, Shapiro. And this is just from personal experience. (laughs) Like, you're right. It, It literally changes the shape of your foot in that, like, on my shoes and in my shoe stretchers, like, I... I've got to make room from a bunion because it like actually juts out to the side of the toe box. Yeah. 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 It's It's, crazy. It's not cute.
0: This episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe.
2: So when you have a bunion, the bones around the big toe have shifted, and the metatarsal bone is now pushing out against the skin, and that's how it creates that more like prominent, like sometimes even painful, like bony bump. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing is bunions can be painful. Mine yeah. really isn't. Is yours? Yes.
1: Oh, mine don't. I don't really feel. Mine. Oh, you thought I was joking when I go, oh my bunion, ow my bunion. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't realize that they could really be. Yeah, I actually it had a like tender. It's like tender to. Mm. Yeah, it's like kind of like if you if it feels like you know how it feels when you knock uh, into something, like hit your funny bone. Not even your funny bone. Your funny bone. <gasps> yes, is- yes, yeah. that's how it feels like that type of pain.
2: Well, first of all, a bunion usually develops really slowly over years. Mm. So, like, I-, I feel like it's kind of one of those things that you wake up one day and you're like, oh, that got bigger. <laughs>
1: I, this makes me so mad that it develops slowly over years because I know I've been, I mean, girl, I've literally been wearing heels since like I was 12 years old. Like I've just been a shoe bitch. And I remember one of my nasty teachers, she wasn't nasty. It was just like this ugly footed bitch. Was like, mm-hmm. You're gonna have she goes, she's like, What are you gonna do? One day you're gonna be like in a wheelchair because you're wearing those heels because you started so young. And I was like, mm-hmm. And my shoes are still gonna be fly as shit in my wheel, in my wheelchair. That's hilarious. <laughs> Such a snotty little kid. I wish I was lying, but this is exactly what I said. But she was not wrong. This is why at 36 I'm like, Bunyan, slowly over time, it me. Yeah, it yeah, took it's twenty you. years, it's like, but <laughs> it's
2: like sun damage. <laughs> yes. Basically, what happens is the bones, sh- the bones in the foot shift really slowly over time. Some ligaments stretch out, others tighten, and then the deformity occurs. Deformity. It's a deformity. Uh, I know it's a deformity. I'm deformed. Rude.
1: Yeah, that's my a right rude foot word. is deformed. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it.
2: Shoes that are tight around the toes, like heels. Are the biggest risk factor? They push the big toe into that bunion position.
1: This was my stupid idea for this stupid episode, and I'm hating it. I'm hating every minute of it right now. I'm just like, I know. No,
2: my loves. But anyway, that's a big reason people think that that's why bunions are more common in women, because apparently only like 10% of cases are men. Mm. But also, genetics likely plays, plays a role. So, yeah. But that's for bunions. So treating bunions, I mean, surgery is kind of the most proven way. And it's not a great recovery. It's a very long recovery. I had a client who was in her 20s. She had bad bunions on both feet. And they were causing her a lot of pain. So she did surgery. And you can only do one at a time. <laughs> So it was just insane. I think the recovery, I want to say, was six weeks. I could be wrong.
1: I've heard it's, yeah, I've heard it's really nasty. And then afterwards, they're like, but you're not putting heels on again. Like, you're not doing that. This is it. But then I told that to somebody else. And they're like, that's not true. You can wear heels again. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll consider it. And then you just get the surgery again years from now.
2: (laughs) But, okay, there's also these things, these toe separators that I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. And... You can put those on at like the end of the day when you get home and they stretch and release the toes after a long day wearing shoes. I think
1: I've been seeing these. Do these kind of look like robotic, like almost like robot things that you put on your toes and it's like you almost like you crank it, crank it, crank it, and it like "Eh, eh, eh, eh." Okay, that
2: I haven't seen. That sounds fucking horrifying. No,
1: it's probably just like an Instagram lie. Well, okay, basically what the toe separators do is
2: they'll like help realign that big toe. Mm Mm-hmm. So that hopefully, I don't know that it's going to cure it, but I imagine it'll help it to maybe not get worse mm. or at, li- at least like slow down that process. Right. Um, because essentially like your your big toe is misaligned. So like, yeah, of course you're going to get like pain on the bunion, maybe in your arch of your foot, your heels, your ankles, your knees, hips, back, like all the things.
1: Your whole botasia. Yeah. Also, that's not body, that's bottle. Remember the other day I realized that? <laughs>
2: yes, your whole bottle.
1: Your whole bottle. <laughs>
2: but anyway that's bunions for you um and i wanted to talk about just one more thing because i have been wondering and i feel like i just whenever i think about it i don't ever do anything about it but i've always wondered what the fuck a corn is yes what is a corn tell us okay so they're similar to calluses because corns and calluses are both build up of hard thick areas of skin Mm -hmm. um corns tend to be small and round Mm -hmm. and you're most likely to see them on the tops and the sides of your toes. Okay. So, and who fucking knew, but there's three different kinds of corns. Three types of corns. So there's hard corns. Those are small. They're dense. um, Usually within like a bigger area of thickened skin. Mm -hmm. So maybe you have like a whole calloused area and then there's like a corn in the middle of it. (laughs) Why is but this the so ha- funny.
1: So the hard
2: corns are the ones you'll usually see on top of toes. Uh-huh. That's like usually like an area where your bone is kind of pressing. I've only ever seen those on like older people.
1: Shapiro, we are older people. Did you get my messages today about how we're clearly aunties? That's hilarious. <laughs> Yes, I did. We're aunties (laughs) with hard corns. Do you get hard corns? I don't know. I don't know what any kind I don't really think that I knew exactly what corns were, which is why this is all the reasons that I wanted to do this episode is because I wanted to know for myself what's going on with my feet. Okay, well we we've got two more kinds
2: of corns. There's (laughs) <laughs> There's soft corns. Uh-huh. I learned a lot doing this research. Um, and these are like whitish gray, and they have a softer, rubbery texture. Okay, okay. You usually get them between the toes. Oh. I think I've had one before. Girl, I think I've got all of
1: these. I'm not gonna lie. They've well, you probably have these, these ones.
2: They're called seed corns. Ew. And those are those are small, <laughs> and they're usually on the bottom of the feet. Those I definitely get.
1: I get, a cr- girl. I don't think I haven't had anything that we've spoken about today. I think they are like had everything. I have bunions. I've had every type of corn that exists, calluses, (laughs) all the things. I just know that I'd be fucking with my feet. I know that like, okay, also we just got a letter. We got this lovely, (laughs) we got this very sweet letter from a listener who was like, girls, I really love your show, but every time you say shit or fuck or bitch, it just makes me cringe a little and I wonder if you speak to your parents or grandparents. And we're like, babe, where do you think we learned this language from?
2: (laughs) Our parents taught us this trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My family is like potty oh, mouth. Oh, it's like, so
1: funny. But it's just like, it's, I'm not going to say Kevin and Cherie speak like this because they don't. But I'm a New Yorker, dude. Like, this is the way that we speak to, like, everybody. And then when yeah, I apologize for it, are people New look Yorkers. at me. Exactly. When I apologize, they say, what the fuck are you apologizing for? Keep going. So I apologize if this is offensive to anybody. It's like seasoning. I like to sprinkle it on everything. I apologize. No, I know I'm bad. Like I keep, you know, Lacey's <sighs> pregnant and
2: she gets um like updates on this app that she has that will tell you like what developmental stage the fetus is in. Mm-hmm. And when it said that the baby can hear you and recognize your voice, I was like, Oh my God, I need to stop cursing around this fetus.
1: How else is the, how else is this fetus gonna know that it's Shapiro if it's not just if it's <laughs> nothing? Not cursing, fuck yes. Exactly. Every other <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But also, this is gonna be the first time in my life
2: where I'm going to be around a child pretty often mm-hmm. and I feel like you know maybe it'll help me to not be such a
1: potty mouth yes. but I think this baby's first word might be shit yes, it's pos- it's possible <laughs> for sure um anyway, I think that I've had I've had all these fucking things all this shit that was, we've been talking about sweet, today I've had it was a sweet email it was a really sweet email and she, and she was very like, I just want you to know I kind really do very it. kind, very very kind about it, which is why I wrote back. I was like. <laughs> I wonder where she lives. I was guessing like maybe Utah someplace. I think, I like, don't know, like Mormons and more pure. Yes. Where people don't curse. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I feel like in New York City, in the surrounding suburbs. Yes. I mean, I'm from like the south shore of Long Island. That shit's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my parents are from the Bronx. The yeah, Bronx. Like, like there's just a lot. Even my grand, my how old's my grandma? she be ninety-eight this year. She still curses plenty. She's been cursing for literally a hundred years. For like a hundred years, yeah. <laughs> she was just calling the mayor a shit ass the other day. So I feel so bad that there are some people listening to this that are like cringing.
1: Oh, I but know, I know, I know, I know. But I just, I and I know that we just stopped talking about feet to talk about that. But it's because I've had all of this shit, all this shit that we're talking about today on our feet. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure. And you know what? When I dress them up, they look really, really nice. My I'm working on taking better care of them so that when they're naked, they look good too. They, I, <laughs> um, I, want to talk real quick about like
2: the best way to take care of corns and calluses, especially if you're like me and you can't afford a $200 medical pedicure. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of this people know, but soak the area, like soak the foot in warm water. <laughs> Sorry. Let it soften. Why was that so funny? Soak the foot. (laughs) Soak the foot. But you want to soak it for a bit, like at least five minutes. Okay. And then you want to wet a pumice stone or an emery board, whichever. And while that skin is still soft, you want to just gently, like again what the medical pedicurist was saying is that if you scrub too much and you remove too much dead skin, you're more prone to blisters. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone like Elizabeth or I, who does a lot of walking, you will get blisters. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of like need a little bit of um, calloused foot. Totally. That was weird sentence, but...
1: No, you do. So you, I get it. They so get you want to really
2: gently move it across the foot and do it in one direction, like not back and forth. Then you'll apply a moisturizer to the whole foot and you want to do that every day. And Honestly, I would use a moisturizer that has an active in it, like alpha hydroxy acids, um, like lactic, glycolic. That's going to help soften the skin a lot. I feel like if you do, especially if you're doing this like once a week, like do the pumice stone mm-hmm. and then an active lotion. Mm-hmm. How nice is that? And then maybe other nights of the week, just do the lotion. I'm sure just a regular lotion would be great too. But this is like when I do the scrub on my booty, I scrub with the glove in the shower and then I use the body therapy, alpha hydroxy acid.
1: I love the body therapy. I realized that I wasn't like, because I tried to pull back a little bit because I was like going through it too fast. And I was like, bitch, you're not rich. Stop pretending like you are. You're not. And so I realized it has been a couple of weeks since I used it and it just feels so nice. It just feels so, so nice. Like your skin afterwards, like, because you're just getting, helping to get rid of, yeah, all that excess skin, which is what we're always talking about. You got to be exfoliating,
2: yeah, I um I don't really use it much in the summer just cuz I'm in the sun a good amount. Exactly.
1: That's the other thing. Yes. Is it only bummer? Yeah. 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 Is if, you know, alpha hydroxy acids on your body is just like alpha hydroxy acids on your face. Your skin's going to be more susceptible to sun damage because you know, that extra skin's actually doing something for us. It's creating a little bit more room between uh the active the live live skins and the dead dead skins so that the DNA don't get fucked by the sun. Yes. Yes. Um, But that's all that I have to say about feet. I think that was a good rundown of
2: like foot issues. I love the Shapiro. Um, Oh, if you have fungus, um, I would go to see a doctor. Yeah. Like I'm sure you can use something over the counter, but I don't know. I just feel like don't fuck with fungus, especially if you wanted to like stay away, Mm -hmm. go away and stay the fuck away.
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about like varicose veins, but I feel like that was so much great info about feet. Maybe we'll save like legs for another day. Yeah, that could be part of our body. Yeah. The body Ooh, great idea. You're right, Shapiro. Way to tease the girls. Way to tease the guys. Because next week, we're going to be talking about body conditions. And you're right. I am going to talk about varicose veins then. Because um, your legs, as it turns out, the after your hands, after your face, your neck, and your hands, is the next place that people um, most request cosmetic surgery, it turns out. Mm. Yeah. Because they want it to, you know. Want your legs to keep looking young. with the rest of your body? Imagine you got j Lo on the face and B. Arthur on your legs. Come on. I mean, that's gonna be me. I love <laughs> the sun, but I always protect my face really well. I'm saying yeah. today, actually. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Okay. So, okay. So that's gonna be for next. Next time is we're gonna be talking about body conditions. We also have um, body hair episodes coming up for the rest of this summer skin series. What y'all think about the summer skin series so far? You loving it?
2: I think it's been fun. Um, I want to shout out a product Yes. that I've shouted out before, but it's a very affordable alpha hydroxy acid body lotion. Hmm. I don't know if you can buy straight from the company, but they do sell it on Amazon. It's called, it's a, a, a strange name. It's Village 11 Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from another country. And it's I'm sure from China. it just translated weird, but it's like 20 bucks. For I think 10 ounces, which is really good, uh and I've used it personally, that's what I use when um just to kind of when I don't want to use body therapy just because it's so expensive. yeah, um that's a that would be great on the feet, on the whole body, but gr- really would be perfect thing to use after you use a pumice stone on your feet.
1: yeah, or the am lactin, yeah, am lactin which you can get at any drugstore. It doesn't smell that great, but you can get it. I've got a question. If anybody, has anybody used, I'm sure that you guys have seen it. You know those things that you can get at the drugstore that is supposedly like Chinese medicine detoxifier for your feet? Like you put these things on your feet and then you sleep and then when you wake up, like they're supposedly black from all the toxins that are coming up from the bottom of your feet. So I don't know if those work, but if there's anybody who studies Chinese medicine who knows about why our feet are... uh, the places for detoxification i would love to know more about that um yeah your feet are they're just i don't know it's interesting like i was speaking to one of my clients who is also like a super sensi, <laughs> sensitive girl like myself and is constantly finding new things that they're allergic to and i was saying that when uh, i had a hemp seed allergy uh attack, allergy attack, allergic reaction, <laughs> a couple of years ago, my palms started itching and like it- itching intensely, which had never happened to me before. And she said, oh, like the palms of my feet start itching as soon as I get an allergic reaction to something. And that's how I know immediately that I'm allergic to something. We've got so many smart beauty baddies out there and I love to hear from you all. So if anybody knows about this specifically, I'd love for you to write in and tell us a little bit more about why the feet are detoxification centers of our bodies and also why they show um, Allergies first.
2: I'm very curious too. Also, I would love for someone to write in who's maybe used toe separators Ooh. to help with their bunion. Yes. I want to know what people think, if it's been helpful, if it actually helps with the alignment issue or if it at least helps with the pain. I'm curious.
1: Also, if you've had bunion surgery, let a bitch know. I want to yeah. know. And we want to hear how your surgery went, how the recovery is. If you're back in your Louboutins, what's good? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Should we do the beatty Baddie Moment of the Week? Let's do it! okay so beauty baddie moment of the week is where we recap a moment during the week that we felt beautiful in a non-traditional way these can be moments of growth moments of self-care moments of happiness whatever uh you can record us a voicemail if you want with your beauty baddie moment of the week it's 866-6-BADDIE and of course, you can email us also at TrueBeautyBrokenPodcast at gmail.com. But a voicemail is way more fun. I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Should I go first? Go for it. So the other day, I, I okay. I used to take really long bike rides. Sometimes I do it with a friend. Sometimes I do it alone. I used to ride down to Rockaway Beach with a friend of mine like every week, which was like a good hour and a half bike ride each way. But I hadn't really done one yet this season. And so it was really fucking hot this day. So I wasn't able to go too far. It was a good 40 minutes. Maybe it was five miles, maybe longer. I'm not sure. But there is something about taking a solo bike ride around Brooklyn that is so fucking nice and Mm -hmm. so freeing. And I went from Greenpoint to Carroll Gardens, which is a really cute neighborhood. I met my friend Leah for coffee. I was half dead by the time I got there from the heat. Like I got off my bike and I was a little dizzy.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You love to do that to yourself, especially doing the summer.
2: I know. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, but it was so nice. And then on the way back, I found this adorable block. I don't know if you saw it. I posted it on my Instagram story. Mm -hmm. It was so fucking cute. It's next to Cobble Hill Park, this block, and you're not allowed to park on it. So it's just like this cute narrow street. The houses look like or they're just like row houses. They're not brownstones. And actually, my friend Jess has been inside one of them. She mm. nannied for a family that was friends with a family who lived in there. And she said it's beautiful. It was beautiful mm-hmm. inside, of course. Um, but it was just so cute. And then I rode down to Brooklyn Bridge Park, which was a fucking nightmare and mm. such a mistake. There were so many tourists. It was insanity. Mm-hmm but it was just really nice. I just like had a really nice time by myself and I got some lunch eventually. It was just a cute day and it made me feel just really nice. I love that. I needed it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that sounds really nice. I did see your um, Instagram story and that is, that's the best. That's the best. Brooklyn days, just perfect days (sighs) in New York are so
2: nice. Totally. And they kind of are few and far between in a way, especially like a day that you happen to be off. They were working.
1: Yes, exactly. Because even that it wasn't even perfect for you because like it was a mistake to go to Brooklyn Bridge Park, but it still was like a perfect day. Yeah. It's still that's great. I love that. Um my beauty baddie moment of the week was that I um I asked for help (laughs) this week. I know that's hard for you. And that's so, it's so hard for me. And it's funny because I had to, like, clear out... um, I had to clear out the space and... A friend asked if I needed help, and I lied and said no. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, then, I've been there. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I said no. I really need help with this. Like, the next person to ask me, I'm saying yes. And my mom was like, do you need help? And I was like, yes, I need help. And she was like, me and your dad will be there tomorrow. It's no big deal. And Shut up. Yeah, and when they were there, I was, my they were just like, how did you think that you were going to do this yourself? Like, you needed us. You needed us. And I was like, I did. And I'm so glad that you were able to come, but I'm so even of course like myself right I was like more than I'm happy that you were able to come I'm happy that I was able to ask because there's no way I could have done it by myself there's absolutely no way and I just love my family it's like such a great day and it was great and it was a big moment of just like asking for help asking and accepting help they're the sweetest oh they're the best
2: they're the best I was so nice of them well also with mo- well, I will just say from personal experience I always think that I'm like oh, I don't have that much stuff I'll be fine, and somehow it takes uh, about uh, um, probably an <laughs> (laughs) Additional ten hours tapped on to whatever
1: you thought it would be. Yes, because it's so much shit. It's so much shit. It's like I don't have anything. It's like, bitch, is the space empty? No. So whatever is here needs to be out. (laughs) Right, right. I know it sucks.
2: Oh, that's really nice. Yeah.
1: So that was great. Um. So okay. Well, we already teased next week's episode. We've got body conditions, and we've also have like a hair episode. Like a we also have a body hair episode. Taking it, removing it, and leaving it. We're body hair agnostic over here. Whatever y'all want to do with it.
2: We are, truly. Uh, you can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram. We are at True beauty Brooklyn Podcast. Or you can email Podcast
1: at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail with your beauty baddie moment of the week at 866 6BADDIE. We may play it at the end of the show to help inspire other beauty baddies. Um, follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I've been trying to post more interiors, and I think it's a lot of fun, although, um, I've run out of decorations Decorations I've run out of rooms To decorate So I don't know Gonna have to start Posting something else We'll see how it goes guys
2: Um, I'm at Alex Lindley I don't post much But occasionally I'll post um, A thumb. Photos Or videos Of my thumb <laughs> Or uh, the chickens That I help care for They're very very cute I just posted one On my story I mean by the time You listen to this It'll be long gone But it's um, a video Of one of the chickens Drinking water And if you've never seen A chicken drinking water They're so fucking cute (laughs) um anyway if you live locally you can make an appointment at
1: truebeautybrooklyn.com oh if you don't live locally you can book a virtual skincare consultation also at truebeautybrooklyn.com and that's it we'll see you next week bye
2: Bye. this has been a cocbk production produced by elizabeth taylor and alex shapiro mixed by beta wave follow us on instagram at truebeautybrooklynpodcast